Hi guys, so in this episode I'm having a conversation with Susan Morris. She's a co-founder and a chairperson of Belize Natural Oil Company. It's country's largest oil and revenue producer. She's also director of JetX, which is the world's largest leading private aviation company. She's renowned public speaker, visionary, geologist, explorer, philanthropist, and a pioneer in the field of natural and sustainable energy. And I think what one of my key takeaways from this conversation and her story is this real um, idea, and this idea that we follow in Bossy Hills Club framework as well, is how do you first find your authentic power, your authentic purpose, your big why, and how do you implement that into your business and build incredible profitable, wealthy business that does good things for the world and for your customers and brings incredible value, which is exactly what she has done. And she's a really great example of doing just that. And it doesn't matter which business you're in, it will be relevant for the the business idea that you have. It's the same true for anyone wanting to start a business. Tap into your authentic why first, connect to what you want to, uh, what value you want to deliver to your customer, create an offer and a business that does just that, and then uh, build a profitable business. So I hope you enjoy that. I think it's a really inspire. You'll be inspired. I think you will learn a lot. We share a lot of stories, a lot of mindset techniques, tools that could be really helpful. So how do you create your dream business that creates generational wealth for you and your family and fulfills your true calling and purpose in life and do what you truly love and make the world a better place without feeling burnt out or sacrificing that special time with your family and friends? That is the question and this podcast will give you the answers. Hi, I'm Elena Dacus and I'm a founder and CEO of BossyHills.com. And every week I will bring you insights to answer that question. Excellent. Well, welcome. Welcome to the next episode of Bossy Hills podcast. Um, everybody, super excited today. I have Susan Morris with me today, um, co-founder and a chairperson of Belize Natural Oil Company, country's largest oil and revenue producer, director of JetX, one of the world's leading private aviation companies, a geologist, an explorer, a philanthropist, and a pioneer in the field of natural sustainable energy. Welcome, Susan. Super excited to have you here today. And perhaps we will start. Wonderful. And maybe just a little bit of a background about bossyheels.com. So what we do here is we support female entrepreneurs and really give them the tools and tactics and business strategies for them to first find out who they are authentically, really connect to their purpose, and then build the business of their dreams in the service of their customers, the society, the clients, and then also, of course, build an incredible life life for themselves and their family. And that's what we're really about. And I think your life and your story is a really great example of that tapping into your authentic person, a purpose, and then building an incredible business as a result of that. So perhaps tell us more about Belize Natural Oil and how you started it. Uh, Elena, you're exactly right. And many people don't realize that the steps you just outlined are are critical. Um, It's a bit like the old saying, you've got to love yourself before you can truly love someone else. Well, you've actually got to get to know your authentic self 
before you can actually understand your path and your purpose. And so your outline of those steps is critical. And yes, indeed, that's exactly the procedure, the, the steps that I uh, have taken in my life. Let's say, just to hit the background, um, I was born in Belfast, Northern Ireland, where there was a, you know, what would have been called a civil war going on. So it was very unlikely that a little girl uh, from Belfast would be the first one to defy all odds and everybody uh, telling her there was no oil in Belize uh, to actually get that vision so clear for and with the people of Belize uh, that I could go from Belfast to Belize and actually, I suppose in a way, as many people have said, to be to be seen as a hero for 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 not listening to all the naysayers, for following that path of authenticness to make a difference and a transformational difference in a whole country. And it's actually, Elena, about much more than oil. The oil was an example and a huge example because the country was heading towards bankruptcy. And the timing of our discovery and the steps, which I'll tell you about, um, was just, you've got to say, there was something bigger at work than us, you know, because the country was heading like that and just turned around financially. And we've been the number one revenue generator for the last 12 years. But what the steps really told us and showed your listeners was that that authentic opening and connection with oneself is so essential. And so when I took those steps and then shared the Aduco educational model with not only everybody in the company, the community, and indeed the country, people like the chief of police came forward to find out more about the Aduco educational model. He went to the 10-day seminar and came back and that very year reduced crime by 52%. So some people would say, but you know, I don't want to discover oil in England or whatever it is, but it's actually about discovering yourself and your path. Back to that word, authentic, your path in this world. So it is so important to share the the model that has been replicated, as you said, in the private jet company, in the UAE, uh, in Belize, and in many places around the world for the benefit of humanity and the planet. Yeah. And just to set the context for people who don't, are not familiar with an exploration business, um, it's actually, you know, the largest oil companies in the world spend huge, tremendous amount of um, budget and dollars to discover oil. And it is very difficult to do. We still don't fully understand the subsurface. So actually making a discovery without the significant backing uh, of an oil major is really uh, an incredible achievement. Uh, you're so right. For instance, statistically, it takes between 10 and 15 wells before uh, before you discover wildcat oil. And that's that's new oil in a whole new country. So uh, that's a that's an important point. And 
And let's say, just to add to that, we've discovered it on the very first well. And my partner, who Mm -hmm. is a Belizean, in fact, he has since passed, is Mike Usher. And Mike uh, and I came together like what you might say soulmates in a desire Mm. to make a difference in Belize. So there was a connection. And this is an important point. When you do partner up, whether it's romantic or business, it's really important you're on the same page. You have the same vision and desire going forward. And Mike and I were absolutely there. However, and we both, by the way, went to that same Aduco seminar to understand the process of opening the door to your authentic self and letting that that light shine right out. Um, but Mike passed. He was young. And I was I was shocked, but determined. The the force in me became even more clear to go forward. And I named the first well after him, the Mike Usher number one. And we started to drill. And on the 24th of June, 2005, in that very first well, against all odds, we hit not just ordinary oil, but so beautiful, so light, 40 degree gravity. It still goes into the generators without refining which is incredibly lucky because there is no refinery in Belize. Now, I was speaking to an old friend who would be well known amongst explorers around the world, an ex-Shell, Marlon Downey. He was actually president of Shell Pecton, president of the AAPG, president of ARCO also, um, which is now BP. But he uh, was a mentor to me. And he used to say, Oil is found in the mind. He quoted a really well-known oil man called Wallace Pratt. And I took them very seriously. And I said, I need to understand the mind. I've, I've got to grips with at least part of the wonders of the planet, the geology, being a time traveler, going back to the lower Cretaceous and finding out where those oil molecules would travel. but. I don't understand. In fact, it's not in educational, let's say the normal education that we get, that we understand what our full capacity is and why someone like a Gandhi will go for it and feel that he indeed can live that path of his vision to bring India its independence or Nelson Mandela in, in prison to come out and see and visualize the end of apartheid. I wanted to understand that. And I was getting nudges from Marlon Downey and Wallace Pratt saying oil is found in the mine. So I made it my my business, my scientific business to research this. How can I understand how the earth and the mind work holistically together for the betterment of, of humanity? And It was in 2002, I found the course, and it had to be university acclaimed with results. And that's how I found Educo, E-D-U-C-O. And it's actually from the Latin root of education, to learn, but it's actually to draw out from within our, our innate capacity 
It's not another stuffing in from the outside. It's that which resonates with us all. And we'll find that the listeners are are nodding like yourself. This is this is this is meaning for me. This is purpose to use your words there. And that is such an important purpose. And oh, that's my a dog has just arrived on the scene here. <laughs> Lovely. This, this, this is Freya. She's a baby. <laughs> Oops. And, oh, and she's very excited to see me. <laughs> uh, now, that was spontaneity for you. <laughs> yes, absolutely. So, uh, uh, so I guess yeah. being, a, being a geologist, have you always had a vision and this drive that one day you will discover that big must be right. We're learning geology, understanding the subsurface. Or did you always want to have that big hit? You know, I always wanted to make a difference. I felt a burning desire that the uh, ourselves we were not living the life that we should. You know, it was in simple terms, almost in childlike terms. Um, but I didn't know it would necessarily be oil, and in fact. As we say in B&E, Belize Natural Energy, it's about the oil within. That is the true energy business. That is the innovation and the creativity that, that allows us to transcend all odds. And literally, we had a block of 500,000 acres and only enough money to drill maybe two wells. Wow. And then my partner dies. And we forge ahead and call it the Mike Usher number one. And on the 24th of June, 2005, on the first well, we hit such light oil, it could go into the generators without refining. However, when my colleagues heard this, they were stunned. Mike had died on the exact day, the 24th of June, 2004. So it was on the anniversary of his death exactly one year later that we discovered the oil that was the vision of Mike and I for and with the people of Belize. And we're 99% Belizean. We've, we've trained them all. And so I think what we're really getting to, Elena, is that there is a force and an energy within us all, which is our capacity which is our purpose, which is our released energy that is the true common denominator, the true, if you want to say, energy business, because it's the energy business of living. Yes. And it's so interesting because, of course, um, not many oil companies or any companies in the world really look at that from that perspective. They're really helping your employees to also find their purpose and the connection to the purpose or the bigger work that you're doing in Belize. Um, and I find it also interesting that you employ the local staff, which is very unusual for an oil company where majority majority of the time they employ experts, isn't it? Yes, you're cutting out a little bit, actually, but I, I did get it. And that's what a lot of country leaders um, are fascinated by. For instance, we won the Get Energy Award for the empowerment of the local people and we're 99% Belizean. And it actually makes sense all round because it is actually their land, their country, their jungle, their pride, their holistic 
nature of the land. And, and that actually comes in line with Mike's and my vision of the holistic empowerment of the people in a natural way that links with nature. You could call it climate change. You can call it uh, many things, but uh, it actually is the um, the unity, the unity within all of us, with each other and with what we might call mother nature, climate, atmosphere, dare I say, universe. Yes, yes. And also, of course, um, hearing the words like universe, uh, purpose, authentic power from a scientist and a geologist by background, that's incredibly refreshing because it's so, you know, we are so much more uh, than our mind. So that's That's really interesting, isn't it? Elena. Yeah. And tell us more about the culture of your company and how I think when you're talking about the innovation and how you really train the staff and how do you cultivate that innovation culture within um, your company? Well, it's it's really easy. <laughs> um, and, and indeed, it's this is going to surprise many of your listeners. At the core of our company is the Aduco Gym. Now, we all know that wellness is around and you feel better, but this gym was invented by the same man, Dr. Tony Quinn, who has researched all his life the understanding of the mind. And he wanted to create a system where we could experience what it's like to actually develop and bring forward immediately your full potential. For instance, I lift on the leg press 340 pounds and people are totally shocked you know if they're if they're weightlifters they're they're going how could you <laughs> and i've actually lifted more than that but we have a capacity once we align our mind and understand the workings of it but actually do it and uh, the weight system is is a really great way in 15 minutes all of our staff can avail of the Aduco gym at any time and they they get out of their head you know what i mean they get out of that concern worry stress come right into their center and absolutely lift themselves by focus because it really is about deep attention in fact Uh, Dr. Tony Quinn coined the phrase unconscious attention. It's an attention so deep that you're actually not conscious of it. You know, we would call it in the sports area, going into the zone, uh, Mm. that, that type of thing. But once you understand that and you know how to do it, you actually conduct your life by means of that energy and light. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. It does. That's perfect. Um, and is there any, or you mentioned a little bit about the fear. And I think within your story, I think that's an important element. And I think that's an element that really cripples a lot of uh, business journeys for a lot of people is that sense of fear. They want to do something. They perhaps have a vision for it. Perhaps they feel connected to their vision, but they have that fear that perhaps stops them doing the work or exploring that further. 
And for you, that must have been also the case, you know, build, you know, building enough money to build only two wells. So the fear must must have been, you would have thought normal consequences be present there, that you don't have many opportunities to really drill, that it's, you've got limited chances at that. You're so right, Elena. It's the, the fear and self-doubt are the number one holdbacks in, in life, uh, you know, in yes, in being an entrepreneur, but in actually living the life that you were born to live. Now, Mike and I, before we went to the Aduko seminar, we had passion. We even had uh, what we thought was elements of a vision, but we didn't realize that we were being held back by our own doubts. And then, of course, everybody around me and Mike would say, there, look, there's 50 dry holes. There's no oil in Belize. They said, get a life. <laughs> you know what I mean? So you're so right. So once you understand, once you understand that fear and doubt are not part of who you genuinely are, back to that word, authentic self, our authentic self wasn't born with fear or doubt or any of those mindsets. It was actually born in clarity. And that's what we need to get back to. That's the Aduko model, is the clear mind to see the way forward, not just for yourself, but for the community, the country, and beyond. So that seminar was an absolute key to us finding oil. Yes, we wanted to. We had the passion before that, but we did not know the importance of the steps to clear one's mind, to be able to, here's a key for everybody, to be able to see with such certainty that we could see the people of Belize rejoicing because of the discovery mm. before we'd even brought the rig in. We could see that in our mind's eye. So that certainty, yeah. that, that certainty of purpose was so clear that we saw Belize as a country already rising up. And the people like the chief of police, like the young Mayan entrepreneurs, and, and, and it's spreading this understanding and knowledge for the good of the entire country and beyond. Because actually, the UAE have come in and partnered with us. Uh, and we signed uh, the agreement in, in New York at the United Nations in uh, 2015. And now we have an important global joint venture based on this understanding of the potential and the model and the connect with that life force within yeah. our world. And it is. I mean, there's in this you talk a lot, and it sounds like a lot, of, a lot about visualization, isn't it? The paints and the vision that actually, when you see it, when you're able to see it so clearly in your mind's eye, yep. you get excited about it. That's it. Uh, that's a brilliant word, excitement. You've got to really genuinely be so excited you can hardly sit on your seat, and it propels you out of bed on a Monday morning. You know, and actually, it's what everybody needs right now because we've all been involved in this lockdown and the old ways haven't worked. Buckminster Fuller, who is a, a modern philosopher here in the United States, 
basically said, why would we keep hitting ourselves against a, a brick wall? The old ways haven't worked. We need to follow where the light is shining. And actually, everybody is looking for a new way. And the new way is within us all. Yeah. Absolutely. And I think especially during this lockdown and this period, this strange time, what I find that actually a lot of people questioning themselves more than ever. Why am I here? Why am I doing this? Especially perhaps if they're doing the work or in the career, then they're not excited about, they, you know, lots of people questioning what do they want to do in life? You know, life potentially is limited in time. We don't know when the end will be. So it is about actually making the most out of it, isn't it? It is. I find that people have almost separated into two camps. Uh, the ones that are taking this time to actually look within, like yourself, and and ask, you know, what what am I doing on this planet? What is my path? And that's the revelation. That's wonderful. Then there's others who are spinning in stress because maybe they're glued to the the media. And they're just being taken down and down and down. And that actually, I think, will prove to be an even worse medical problem than, than the virus itself. As people have often said, stress is the, is the worst killer. And so we want to, all listeners want to choose the way of the journey within and take advantage of this time to, to actually rise a bit like the phoenix out of the ashes to be prepared to go forward and be the best of yourself. Yeah. I can ask, when you were a child, were you always kind of fearless, adventure-seeking type of child? <laughs> um, you know, it's hard to remember when you're a child. I, I'm a geologist because I used to love climbing the rocks. So there must have been a touch of fearlessness However, I think that many, many children are born. In fact, most are born without fear. My granddaughter, who's going to be eight this month, she took me outside yesterday and she said, Granny, I, I figured out how I'm going to climb this tree. And up she went, fearless. And, you know, hung out like a, like a, almost like a monkey out of the tree. So I actually think fearlessness is not born. We're not born with it. We uh, take it on as mindsets and imprints. I think that's pretty proven scientifically that we're imprinted and we must, we must be much more aware of the harm that negative imprints can do and understand how to release them and live from, from that life force. Or better still, not take on the imprints in the first place. Yes, indeed. And that's why I think, you know, part of my life journey has been releasing those imprints. And um, in a way, I wish to do a different job for my children. <laughs> uh, but I'm sure, I'm sure I'll fail. It's one of those things, you know, one of those parenting curses. We'll probably, we'll try to do a better job, but I'm sure there'll be other things that <laughs> will ruin our children. With. No, I, I don't think you will fail. You, you, you won't fail. I'll tell you why. Because because I, I can hear and see the journey within you happening. Otherwise, we wouldn't be talking. We're, we're igniting each other for the sake of humanity, but also for the children, so that they never need to, to, to go into even 
fear that we have inadvertently put on them by saying, I could have said to my granddaughter, oh, don't climb the tree, you might fall out. Instead of, wow, you're brilliant. Wow, look at what you can do. You see, and, and that's a different mindset. It's the mindset of open capacity to, to do and, and understand that when you see something, it is done. We saw the oil coming up, the Mike Usher gusher, for the sake of the whole country, but in balance with nature. And it has happened, and we've been doing it for 14 years now. Yeah, it's incredible. Um, and is this the kind of, you've, you took that to your parenting techniques as well, just really letting your, you, I know you have two daughters, and is this is what influenced your parenting style as well? Uh, big time. I like my, do- my eldest daughter, Hannah, who owned the big doggy that just came in. Um, uh, she was, was going sort of along the normal course. She, she actually feel, felt a passion to do social justice. But she came to me about two years into it and said, Mom, I think this is not what I want to be. And I said, what is it? What, what, what would you? And she's a great artist. And she said, I want to be a tattoo artist. Now, that is the most furthest away from my life, you know, tattoos. But I said, you, you, you know, why don't you do something? You, you figure it out and tell me. And she apprenticed for a year and she's brilliant. People come from travel to, to, to get a special tattoo because she listens so well. She can interpret what the art is. Now, I still don't have a tattoo. And maybe that's fear. <laughs> but, <laughs> uh, uh, she is following her passion, her dreams. And so is Claire, my youngest uh, who's 22, uh, and her passion and dreams at the moment is a boy. So I haven't said, you know, get back to university or anything like that because she is an artist with her voice and with her, she jumps on bareback on a horse. We adopted both girls and she is part Blackfoot Indian and her freedom of jumping bareback on a pony or horse you can actually see the understanding of the great spirit with her and with actually with us all. We just we just are not allowed to what's the word for it? Realize how magnificent the partnership is with life. And and we're we try and put it into boxes, but there are no boxes. The boxes are in our minds. We are yeah. totally free. And at one with nature and this, the force, as we would say. You know the the movie, May the Force Be With You? It is. But that is so true. I mean, when the baby is born, the baby is perfect. And um, I always find it amazing that no one, you know, when we see a newborn baby, we love it so much for its purity and we're just in awe of it. But something happens when the child grows up, either man or woman, that uh, you know those fears, the imprints, the inadequacies come into play, and this is especially true for women, where they need to please others, do something that other people want of them, rather than really even knowing or understanding what do I want. 
uh, what makes me happy. And I think that is the journey for, I know, for a lot of women and through business entrepreneurship to really discover that and help others and their team to do that. Because as a leader, you also lead teams and help them to be connected to that. It's such a big responsibility, isn't it? It's, it's huge. And yet you put it so perfectly. It's the mindsets that are inadvertently going on through the generations that creates the matrix which perpetuates this. Now, I do think we're in a position of opportunity that the matrix, the old ways, have not worked. Look at the wars, look at the greed, look at the, uh, look at the pandemic. And so that's why... I so agree with you that there is a calling from within, within and without, actually, because it's the same universal energy uh, for us to rise up and find that true nature of ourselves and follow it and share it. It's everybody's birthright. You're right. A baby is born so pure. And that's why we, we, we love it. Um, so we need to understand its purity is there for, for, for forever and, and know that the, the thoughts and our words must be about the encouragement of that, that purity, that clarity, that life force. Excellent. And just on a practical note, is there ways that you lead your team differently? Do you structure your team meetings? What is the day-to-day -day life of you know the uh, Belize natural oil company looks like is this a normal corporate environment one would expect or how how is how do you run the business um let me answer it two ways firstly many businesses are being run via zoom <laughs> and i i want to just tell you a, a perfect example of what we're talking about is we had 30 dignitaries from all over Europe, the world, Australia, etc., zoomed in because they wanted to understand how this model actually works on the ground with results, not just oil. They wanted to hear from the people. They wanted to hear from the little Mayan entrepreneur. They wanted to hear from uh, the head of our environment, etc. Now, we got the Zoom going. This is just about four days ago. And of course, one part of it wouldn't work. So I knew I could rely on all of the Belizean people who were, who were waiting at their various spots to come on spontaneously and actually not, uh, not wait or be held back because we're, we're a we are a real team. And so when one of them saw let's say, the difficulty in the Zoom, they jumped in and added their piece. And then I added another piece until that part of the Zoom, which we were in about six different locations around Belize, all came into play. Now, when you can rely on any of your team members to jump in and even do it better than you, you know, they might be describing you in a way that, That, that you hadn't even seen before. Now, that was one thing. The next thing that happened was 
uh, luckily if I knew the various participants, there was a there was ambassadors of the earth on from Plymouth in England, and they were young people who are uh, leading a great cause for for the earth. And I was able to exchange and get them engaged and talking. And so instead of a listening Zoom, it was a participation, interactive and experiential. And that's the problem with, with, with many Zooms. They're too static. We need to have the creative force, the energy, and draw it out of everybody, even when they're just in a box. It's You and I are doing it, but it's a wee bit harder when you've got 40 on and you're, it must be like being a conductor, you know, like, you know, like that. But, uh, and knowing that, that, you know, the trombone and the cymbals and the singer are all going to come in and work in unison to be even better for all concerned. Now, that just happens to be what what is happening right now. The other one is part of our outreach to the community is another Aduco gym in the capital city. And that's where, for instance, one of our um, employees, Blaze, who is full, he's literally jumps off his seat full of ideas. And they are absolutely brilliant ideas for the whole. I'm going to just tell you one quickly. He came in as a young chap and couldn't even look up. He was so shy. And he went on the seminar and sort of find himself, find his strength, both physical and mental. And he evaporated the water that comes out of an oil well. It's very salty brine water. And he measured the salt crystals. And then he did a bit of research and found that Canada and the northern part of the United States were lacking in salt for the roads when it got really icy. And he came to me with an idea of instead of worrying about this waste product, brine water, let's make it into a revenue stream. Now what's happened? We're looking at, and Forbes interviewed us on uh, a whole cosmetic and spa line looking at salt crystals, the paraffin wax, uh, linking it to the, the, the Mayan understanding of the vegetation, the healing power of ourself, and bringing that into a holistic downstream product for Belizeans and for Belize to share this concept that we're talking about, the Aduco model, the holistic model with the world, maybe through a bath salt. How interesting, how interesting. <laughs> and um, it, that, that is uh, super exciting. And of course, yes, it is. It's just building the downstream model within the country. It's so powerful, isn't it? Just to keep much more revenue within um so good for the development of the country indeed and for the employment of course as well um and do you have any on a practical note do you have any practices tools that you do for goal setting uh meditations is there certain things that you do that might help be helpful for people yes there are a number actually and one is a meditation a, a very specific meditation that allows one to really relax it's a bit like relaxing the chatter, relaxing the mindset, and, and, and being very present, very present with oneself. And that's something I would do 
uh, practically every day. I would also, uh, three times a week, I would do that, this, this special workout where I'm genuinely focusing um, uh, on that. And also another great one is the walk of life. Instead of just going for a walk, really look. I'm looking at the tree outside my office at home here. Really look at the tree. Really see the light and life in its branches and leaves. And really appreciate the blueness of the sky. And and what's the, what's the word? Uh, revel in the fact that we're all part of this amazing life. In gratitude, actually. Uh, and, yeah. and that actually brings you into... Uh, into being present. The key is to be present and not be led by your chatter into stress and worry. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. Couldn't agree more. That makes perfect sense. I think that beauty of life, isn't it? That presence, when you can admire the flower, I think some of the philosophers were right, when you can see the flower and you can detach from a concept that you have in your head that it's a flower and just enjoy its beauty in its true essence, um, it, is, it, it is really incredible. Um, and what are you excited I, I, uh, for? What are you going to prioritize excitements uh, for your next chapter in your life? What are your key things that you're most excited about now? Um, actually, every every moment sort of excites me, as you can probably tell. But looking a little bit down the road, um, I'm I'm excited about the magnitude of the coming together of cultures, and it's actually uh, in Dubai. It's Expo 2020, but it's going to be Expo 2021. And, of course, all the countries of the world, there's about 210 at the moment, I believe, will be converging on Dubai to share ideas. And that is a time when the, the planet has a chance to come together in unity and be of one mind and actually work together. It, it, the astronauts remind me of this. I spoke on a, on a podium with an astronaut. Actually, she was a lady. And she said she was up in the rocket and she looked back at the Earth and she realized there are no boundaries. We are custodians of this planet. And I so uh, understood exactly what she meant. But we, we all don't need to go up in a rocket to know that in our very being, that we are together on this planet for the climate, for the atmosphere, for each other's, for each other's well-being and, and greatness or a simple happiness and love. And so um, I'm excited about Dubai 2020 because I hear and see in my friends and colleagues there a real desire. In fact, the United Arab Emirates came together as seven countries based on that understanding that they would be a party to, um, to bringing the world together. Uh, you know, you just reminded me when, when you were talking about the flower of Rumi, a philosopher about 700 years ago, who was a fascinating link between, let's say, cultures and and all about love. And some of his sayings and poetry are so perfect for right now. But what many people say is, but how do 
your love like that unconditionally. And that's where the steps of the seminar that I took were so priceless to be able to understand how our mind works in unity with oneself and with the universe. And so I think we're in a fascinating time, Alba. I think it's um, it's auspicious that we're having this podcast. Yeah, absolutely. Everything happens for a reason. Absolutely. For sure. Um, so just maybe a close out. So thank you so much for your time. Before we leave, can you tell people where they can find you if they want to learn more information about Educo, yourself? Um, yeah, tell them more about where they can connect with you. Um, certainly. Uh, the, my own website is www.susan.com. And that's probably a, an easy way to, to, to find me and, and access. The other, the other area is www.educoworld.com. And, um, and that's a, another website uh, which I can help direct people if they if they need it, or they could just go in there and explore and see what resonates. There's a lot of material now, which, as you say, there's a rising up of awareness and a desire. And that's what, how we want to help each other with talks exactly like this. And so I want to thank you very much for being tuned into the needs of the population. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you so much, Susan, for your time. It's been incredible, and I'm sure our listeners have enjoyed it as well. Thank you. Bye-bye.